Movies by Minutes Project number five It's Silverado this time That's no jive By Lawrence Kasdan Who wrote the show Let's settle up now kids Cause here we go Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. <laughs> Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kazan direct Western Silverado. One minute for screen time, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Tom Taylor. <laughs> it's old Pappy Mubbard. Watch, come sit on my lap here, missy. Jesus. Gee, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm Jerry Porter. I'm crossing on the plains. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> We're the host of the Indiana Jones Minute Podcast. We're insane. Today we're talking about Minute 39 of Silverado. Like that uh... <laughs> I suppose. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Well, this minute begins with Leon explaining that everybody in the wagon train put into that missing money box. So they're all screwed without it. And it ends with Emmett assuring poor a poor man's Leonardo DiCaprio that if they don't come back, they can keep Jake. Wait, keep keep doing it, Jerry. Honey child, she lost that money box. <laughs> and I'll never get it back. See, that same thing works for the ink spots or for wow. the list. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well, it's probably where it comes from. Yeah. A little bit old. If I lost the money <laughs> Oh, boy. Who do you think the first guy was that sang like that? Do you think everyone made fun of him or were they like, oh, he sounds like an angel? Why do we even put him in this band? He can't <laughs> sing. He's just talking. Yeah. Why, why, why do we invite him? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a little, he's, he's a little bit of a troubadour vibe, right? Where it's like, <laughs> I suppose. One guy's keeping the melody, the other guy's keeping the story going. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real pro who can do both at the same time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, do you think it would be a good idea for everybody to put all their wares and money in a money box? <laughs> it seems a little weird. Well, I mean, to be fair. Why do they have to show that to the two dudes anyway? I'm confused now. I just realized. Well, like, I think the, the guys said. They meet up dudes, with the town. They? they what? They, well, I guess if they're, if you're having, you're hiring guys to protect you and your money box, they'd want to know where the money box was. The the one guy wanted it. Yeah. The, he wanted half up front. It was about that. So oh. it was really, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the guy. Uh, oh, but then, but then that, are there two money boxes? Oh, yeah. Like, because the, the money the box, box they're going to pay them, them anyway. With, yeah, they just took it and didn't quite complete the job. So they're not going to have a stake in the wilderness. They're not going to have a stake when they get to Silverado anyway. Right. Uh, Unless there's two money boxes and they took both of them or I don't I, I guess the money box is the sort of thing that you would uh you would um you know, you you would have locked up. But it, you know what as at this is just a general rule of thumb as my you know, my friend from Trinidad says, Risa all the time, you need some vex money. Vex money <laughs> is in case you say you're out, you know, you're out in the world or maybe you're out with somebody you're out on a date or something and you get vexed and you have mm-hmm. to leave. You need some right. money in your sock or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In yeah. your sock. Why don't these people have like some, you know, silver dollars in their shoes? Yeah. yeah. Or something for a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. So like for if you get pickpockets. held up, you've got a little bit of extra 
to like take a cab home or something. That's exactly. Yeah. And that, that did indeed, that, 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 that happened to me. And I thought about leaving my money in my sock and I, I didn't. I didn't. Mm. I kept it in my back pocket. And then when I was robbed by a bandit, they got all mm-hmm. of my money. <laughs> yeah. See? In, in my money pocket. box. Yeah. I bet he my put money it in box. his sock. He was smart. Well, I was, yeah, as he was doing that, I actually went, do, 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 and I let him narrate, I'm robbing you tonight. <laughs> um, Jerry, I have a question for you. Yes. We see Rosanna Arquette here for the first time in the movie. Uh, how is Rosanna Arquette like Pat Benatar? <laughs> wow. Um, we discussed this oh. ages ago. No, yes. it's, not, it's not even like a riddle. It's just like okay. it's, it's, there's a similarity between them, like an um, honest to similarity. That's, uh, that's a good question. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. She Is it the – I want to I look. I'm going right to her face. Mm-hmm. You see it more in profile with her. Is it her nose? Well, they both look like they have just started and then stopped transforming into a werewolf. <laughs> like they began the pro- the transformation process and then stopped before it was done. <laughs> like she's got. I, I think they're both very beautiful women, but they but but they, they, there's like a there's like a, a formation of their yeah kind of snout and mouth or something. They kind of <laughs> there's you know snout, snout. yeah. <laughs> The beautiful snouts. <laughs> it, I, you know, that's it. they start. They started to. Tra- <laughs> they started to transform into a werewolf. Yeah, and but, they, st- but like they just started. So and it's then like they the, yeah, it's like it's like there was a full moon out, and then it turned yeah. into a lunar eclipse. Yeah, like oh, now what do I do? Yeah, now, <laughs> now I look what? like Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. That's well, uh, well, right. I guess I'll be an actress. <laughs> Speaking of of werewolf objectification. <laughs> if, if if you're already having trouble trusting people and then these four guys ride up and one of them is just <laughs> leering at one of the married women in your wagon train, mm-hmm. are you, is your leader going to be like, yeah, I think we could trust these guys. I mean, I've got, I got a real good feeling about these guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're doing everything right. You know, okay. Checking so hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Why does this have to be part of the story that she's, soon to be a widower why uh i'll i'll tell you i'll, I'll raise you why is rosanna arquette's <laughs> character in this movie uh yeah because why, yeah, it, uh, it wouldn't why be is an kevin 80s... klein yeah. such a leering like i'm why gonna take this woman to be mine yeah like how <laughs> right. come she can't how come she can't be just like i feel like saying in every other whatever little house in the prairie or western or she's like the you know she's the school marm <laughs> right you know what i mean she's she's the she's the, the damsel in distress yeah mm-hmm. or the damsel in this dress whatever just it just she's the single person or how come that could not have been her brother who is maybe a little bit of a helicopter sibling <laughs> like yeah, why does it I mean, have it, to but, be but, that but, but honestly it doesn't I, like honestly, I, like you know, later on she gives a speech about how she's unladylike because she wants to have a farm or something, and then Kevin Klein's sweet on her and Scott Glenn's sweet on her, and then one of them leaves and the other one like I, I don't like it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, and it's too bad because I love Roseanne Arquette. Yeah, yeah no, no, and and it just yeah, it's, it's just like it well, felt like 
they needed they it was like a checklist. Well, we need we got to have the. Well, I think it is a checklist. Yeah, it kind of I mean, is. It's, yeah. a, it's a holiday. It's a it's a Hollywood movie in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> right. You, you, you know, yeah. th- there's always uh, one, you know, comely woman who's surrounded by varmint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's weird it's just, because Kevin, it's per- Kevin Klein's kind of a varmint, but he also weirdly like is portrayed as a pure good guy. That is what's weird. Like he's he we're we're totally and you know granted like audiences in 1985 are probably not thinking oh that guy's gross for thinking she's beautiful you know and I, and I don't think he's gross for thinking she's beautiful no, but, but he's a little gross and leery here and stuff. And, well, it's just the way they and, film it is they 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 kind of beat you over the head with it even for the 80s. Yeah, they they do kind of they, they it's there's something a little bit forced. Now I could see you come upon upon a wagon train. You think there's going to be some mighty fine bacon and some, (laughs) you know, some other fixings. (laughs) And there is. Yeah. And there is, and that's fine. And I get that. And then, you know, Rosanna Arquette steps out from uh, behind her husband's shadow and you're like, cool. This is like, I'm going to stare at this woman a little bit because it's been 10 days since I've been in a bed and, you know, you're going to well, be like, wow. if he Wasn't he just wandering around for a while? So maybe he never, he hasn't seen a woman in sure. know, months. Maybe so it's like getting out of jail. Yeah. I get that. I get yeah. that. But there's, I just... I just, I just, it's weird, like the husband volunteers to go off and he's like, mm, maybe I should stay here. No reason. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, why? Nick Beard Leonardo DiCaprio can go off with these guys and I'll stay here and, and canoodle with his wife. It'll be sweet. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do like, like the, the guy asks how they know he, how it, he knows they're going to come back with their money. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, if they don't, you can keep my brother. And Jerry, yeah. you were talking about paladins a few minutes ago, and I like this is a very like medieval, mm. like tactic, like it's it what is. the Ottomans used to do or whatever. Like it was just like, hey, <laughs> we're gonna leave a hostage if we don't do what we say, do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I'm wondering is why is this guy? So was the entire wagon train supposed to go and fe- and chase? down the four guys who left an I hour think so, before. Which, that's what they were going to do before these yeah. heroes showed up. Yeah. That, that, that makes, yeah, you, you're, that, that's ridiculous. You can't yeah. do the whole wagon train. That's not going to work. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's they're not high speed wagon not train. Fast. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I could see <laughs> yeah. they could form their own, you know. Like hunting party or possibly. Yeah, their own, you know, posse of, you know, bacon makers, whatever. And they would go off. I mean, it is, there are men and i'm sure sure shots and stuff in the wagon train as you'd have to have mm-hmm. so they, they could you know i don't know they it's that's you know that's probably what they would have done but why is danny glover so altruistic and is yeah. that yeah is that reasonable to believe that here's danny glover i mean look food is scarce money is most likely scarce uh, bullets are probably scarce. You're you're up against the elements. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have the Weather Channel on your phone, <laughs> so you might right. not know if there's you know you're sitting there. You're in you know New Mexico, whatever. You know you might not know when the bad country is going to switch into worse country. So why mm-hmm. is Danny Glover like? You know what? I'm going to go help these people, even though 
I'm going, you know, I'm risking life and limb and, uh, to do this and damn it, I'm going to do it by myself. Like, would he have gone if no (laughs) one else had joined in? I think you would have. And I I was going to say that like, this is like his save the cat moment. Like you put that moment in that, like, you know, the guy saves the cat. Oh, I'm going to be on his side. But the whole, like every character in this movie, all the good guys in this movie, it's like nothing but save the cat moments. Yeah, you're it's already like, on his side. He just right. saved. I know you're already yeah. on his side because he shot the hat off without killing John Cleese and everything. And he was, you know, picked on for being a black guy in a bar, and he only beat people yeah. up because he had to. Right. And you know, Kevin Klein got left for dead, and he got saved, and and, and Scott Glenn saved him. You know, so like everybody is is it, like virtuous up to eleven. Yeah. And which is fine. I mean, it works for this movie, but yeah, like I, I don't, I don't. Does it? I don't question Danny Glover's actions until we have to sit here and talk about it and question it. Yeah, sure. But I, I mean, I wonder if I wonder <laughs> if it, was there that much of a was there a a, a good code out west? Like they kind of go, and, and this is permeates the whole film. Like that's the right thing to do. Yeah, and you're like, but I mean, you're right. That's a huge. It's not just like, oh, I'll find your missing wallet or whatever. It's like that's a huge undertaking. But that's it's like the, I might never come back from. It's this. kind of the right. hagiography though of the American West. Like that's kind of how we like to portray ourselves, like that we were yeah. a nation of good guys. When in fact <laughs> we often weren't. But we, when we when we think back to what we were, we want to think of ourselves as Danny Glover. Like mm-hmm. we're the guy that would sacrifice anything because it's the right thing to do. Well, right. that this this theme of it's the right thing to do keeps coming up. All these guys are doing that, and what's interesting is that they're, they're swimming against the 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 sort of culture and the the stream of the West, where people are doing the wrong thing all the time. And if you mm-hmm. do the right thing, or basically you're faced to do something that's maybe morally gray or ambiguous, like you have to kill a man, but it's self defense. And you're like, nah, mm-hmm. it's a th- it's a thin line there, but everybody's right. throwing. They're all doing the wrong thing while you're trying to maintain a a straight moral backbone. Yeah, don't we learn that he hasn't often had a straight moral backbone? It seems like there's maybe there's just a lot of atonement going on, right? Like everyone has to atone at the same time for all the bad things they've done in their past. That. That may be that does it well. Redemption is part of these these Western movies, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, certainly, what Unforgiven, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it kind of, you know, like the, it's there's also an element of peer pressure in these. Like when one guy does the right thing, the other guy is always kind of reluctantly like, "Yeah, I'm in." Yeah, I'm well, in. Well, okay, too. so let's so so why does Danny Glover do it? Just because there's either some atonement or because it is the right thing to do? Or is he going around saying, you know what? I'm wronged at every damn saloon. And maybe, way- maybe he's just like, yeah. I'm, this, this money box is mine. I'm going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to myself. I'm just going to yeah. take this and I'm going to be rich. Yeah. I don't want to be around when that lady turns into a werewolf. I'm going to go get a free money box. See you guys later. But, or maybe he's totally, maybe he's like Spider-Man. He's like, he's, he's actually kind of a superhero with his rifle. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of inhumanly accurate and everything. Maybe he's just kind of like, <laughs> Hey, with great power comes great responsibilities. People are in need. Only I can help them. So I guess I got to do what's this. what's going on. It yeah. is. He's a superhero. Like, yeah. Nobody well, he, like that I mean, he life. wears a red right. scarf like a cape. Yeah. Like if, if <laughs> you, does. if you look at his ensemble, you're like, that mm-hmm. is a glaringly red scarf. You're like, I'll tell you what, if you're trying to hide in the bush 
from somebody <laughs> from a posse or from a, you're not yeah. wearing this blood red scarf that that's, also you know draping your heart <laughs> speaking of hiding in the bush like would it look weird to wear your underwear on the outside of your chaps ah <laughs> like superhero <laughs> style <laughs> It would. The short answer is it, it would. Short, but yeah, would, it, yeah. would, would the super like Western super hero side would be like long johns on the outside of your clothes? I guess, like yeah. the flap could be open in yeah. the back. But... Long johns and a slightly longer scarf. <laughs> Just under your and, under uh, the flap in the back of the long johns, you see your actual trousers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! One thing I noticed is the clothes in this are so well made. You're like mm-hmm. no one is buying this stuff at Target. <laughs> Right. It's all like heavy and rough hewn and the buttons look like they're made of, you know, brass. And it's, I, think, it was, I think that's actually kind of legit though. Cause everyone yeah. had like yeah. one pair of clothes back then. And so sure. Been, yeah. No, you, you were given a winter jacket when you were 12 and you were yeah. buried in it. Yeah. 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 When you were 14. I love Scott Glenn, yeah, by the way. I was going to say I love Scott Glenn. <laughs> no, I, I love him too. Now, real quick, is he... Is he Boston Ass? No, he's not Boston Ass. But he was also in the player with Leon from uh, Blade Runner. Huh. Well, yeah. I was going to say, is he... He looks so much like uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 kinda... wait, wait, wait. Kind of. I don't see what do you mean? No, wait, I mean, I, I I, I, I'm agreeing with you, Jerry. I'm not Jesus. agreeing with you, Jerry. Oh, he doesn't look at. He's. They've got a similar. Oh, no, what are you talking about? He's a, yeah, his whole thing. He's. He's all like windswept and like you just peeled his face off like Bryce. Well, he's Canyon. got that weathered look, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he's sense. like he's like a he's kind of a t- tall glass of water. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you know where he went to school. <laughs> where home of a future? I guess uh, I don't know if you can say tall glass of water for female. Uh, <laughs> home of christy porter the college of william and mary oh he did oh, really? yeah look at that i'm just looking at his wikipedia that's amazing page. nice yeah. hey jeff goldblum was in this movie and he was also in the player i'm just counting people who were in the player who were in this movie <laughs> too. Were in the, yeah was linda hunt in the player i don't think so maybe it had a lot of people in it it did she might have been in that i don't know she's in other altman movies anywho that's a different minute <laughs> uh um, pete i have a question for you Okay. What color horse would you want? Me? Mm. Yeah. Like oh. if you're, you're riding in the old West, you're doing your whole thing. Cause remember, uh, well, I, Kevin... I mean, since I only wear black, it would be weird for me not to be on a black horse. Like it, it's, mm. I'm not, I'm not going to match a brown horse. Although a white horse could be kind of striking. Yeah, a white That's horse true. would be black. nice. Or what about like a, a Pinto or a Palomino or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like if, are there black and white Palominos? Hmm. Is that a thing, or is that just a zebra? A black and white. Well, like any of us knows. Yeah. Know. <laughs> what about <laughs> Cam- I mean... zebra? Hmm. I also stumped you, us. you would I, go with the straight black stand... one, like the black. I would not ride a horse if the, you want to know the truth. Like I cannot stand riding horses. Why? Well, it. it, it I have it done it, you. and I really, really yeah. disliked it, and I'm allergic to hay, and I'm allergic, just. It's not fun. <laughs> Other than that, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be right. Right. <laughs> I would like to think I'm worried I'm gonna get kicked or thrown off or. Uh huh. Yeah. I get. You know, I got yeah. kicked by a horse when I was like 11. <laughs> oh man. We know. That's, oh. <laughs> that explains everything. So, yeah, I know. Suddenly, <laughs> all these years are making sense. 
<laughs> no, I swear to God, my my. Could, Did you really? Oh yeah, hard. God, I mean hard, no. like for real, for real. Where the, that's supposed to kill people. It is. No, it could have. You haven't had children. That might. (laughs) Oh, no. uh, You know, my cousin, Kevin, had a carriage uh, operation in (laughs) Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) He did. He had a Cleveland. It was in Cleveland. Rich family members. I thought you were going to say he just had a carriage. uh, He had a. (laughs) He would would do the horse. He did the horse and carriage thing. And he, oh, they okay. literally, you know, Tommy been to my, my, my uncle's house. He, my uncle had a huge house and he had a carriage house at his house. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's how right. they do yeah. in Cleveland, you know, in Shaker Heights and Cleveland has a big, beautiful. And so they stored the horse there and he actually would go downtown. He'd take people on carriage rides. Well, I was standing, you know, uh, I, I was crossing in the back of a horse, which of course, I mean, I'm 10, dude, I'm 10. Of course, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. But I was walking behind <laughs> the horse and I was sitting there and the dude. thing, I'm not kidding. It was like, oh, and, and <laughs> I was like thrown, like, li- oh, like man. thrown a few feet back and I landed man. on my ass. And it was one of those things where you're like, what happened? And you you sort of check to see if you have your liver and your knee and you can still <laughs> see. And like he came running. He's like, oh, my God, are you OK? You know, and then it dawned on me like the, the horse kicked me like right square in my chest. Like God, really, man. like really just boof. But it didn't break anything. It didn't break anything. And I have no idea. Wow. I think the horse was like Danny Glover. <laughs> he was just kind yeah. of like the horse had a comedic. Cold. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of comedic yeah. horse kicking. He wasn't trying to kill anybody. He was just kind of saying, like, yeah. hey dude, get off. away from my anus. That's also so, why ooh. you know this wasn't the old West when you got kicked, because every single person would have just laughed at you. Yeah, that's true. Every single person would have yeah. laughed. And then there would have been sand kicked in my face too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I just, you know, wow. it was no joke. I had the wind knocked out of me, but I'm it lucky like that a joke. was it. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my god. So yeah, what what color of horse does that mean he would have? Well, this <laughs> yeah, horse this I remember. I, yeah, he was kind of like a a, a you know speckled white and black. You know, white and spotted one. Hmm. I mean, a caramel one sounds like a wimp. Yeah, a caramel one could look nice. A straight sure. up, a straight up black one would be pretty striking, though. I could see that coming over the, you know, you're coming over yeah. the plane, mm-hmm. and you, you sort of come like the Nazgul. I wonder if <laughs> <laughs> Pete doesn't know what you're talking no. about, but I wonder if that's like having like a red sports car, and it's like it's, a, it's just a magnet for speeding tickets and stuff. You have a black horse, and people are going to come at you and try to steal your <laughs> oh, horse. Damn it, or Jerry. Think, oh, that guy's up to no good. I just or... looked up Nazgul. <laughs> see, you're missing out, Pete. Yeah, what, what's a good book you. and a good movie. What kind of horse would you have, Tom? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't, I'm not partial. I'll just, I, you know what? Like, uh, to go with what I'm saying, I would just have like a nice, like a deep chestnut brown, you know, yeah. just kind of, kind of standard, you know, mm. attractive, but not like flashy or anything standing so out. the in Tom any Taylor way. model. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Something from the Darien's sports shop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, you know, off the rack over there that's, you know, just for the regular folk. Yeah. My uh, my mother just brought me a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, oh, that's what great. Do you think of that. Thanks, Miriam. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's what moms are for. Yeah. One more question. Do you think the further okay. west that you go, the higher up the beard grows on the cheek? 
<laughs> you you look at Kevin Klein here, and his beard is is right below his eye sack socket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a for real beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that would drive me nuts. I have a beard right now, and I, I I actually the only trimming I do is like just to keep that from happening. Like I don't want it like yeah. growing into my eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. But where where does the West <laughs> end, and then like civilization on the coast begin? Is it like? Just Sanford, like what you have to get to, like San Francisco city limits, or like Sacramento, or that. Well, okay, I think one that that actually is a great question. One mm-hmm. thing that pisses me off, or at least is, I don't know, I felt I was sold a bill of goods. Somebody was. It's in Ohio, <laughs> you know, like the 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 school in Cleveland, one of the big schools in in, in Cleveland is Case. Western Reserve. <laughs> and what always yeah. bothered me, like if you live in Connecticut, Ohio was called the Western Reserve. And yeah, so you're like, yeah. that's out west. And I guess that makes sense because out west is all relative, right? So mm-hmm. you're thinking about like Daniel. I mean, at one point that was Yeah, west. like Daniel yeah. Boone. He's coming up through like the Ohio Valley, you know, the and the Appalachia and the Ohio River and all that stuff's out west. And then you begin the Midwest, which I don't think anyone has a good answer for where the midwest is is it, it, it you know it when you see it yeah. but you can't define it so okay yeah. so it's like it's ohio we consider ourselves midwest <laughs> right. but then so is like missouri yeah and you're yeah, like I, people people say to a people in ohio like that's not midwest right like midwest like ohio is like you know the most eastern midwest you can be or something no, well here's see, i think i think pennsylvania, like, yeah. parts of pennsylvania would be midwest yeah like what you know what bothers yeah, it depends, me it's it, like, it depends on who you ask what's really? pittsburgh yeah. then is Pittsburgh the way? Okay, Philadelphia, like, no, nah, no, nah, that's like the East Coast. What's Pittsburgh? See, I think mm. Pittsburgh's Midwest. If you can see mountains, I don't know if you're in the Midwest. Uh, well, so, okay, so and, like. And Pennsylvania can be pretty mountainous. St. Louis is kind of kind of like, that's supposed to be the gateway to the West, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But see, I like, I feel like here, in Sa- like San Francisco, I don't feel like is the West. Like this does not seem like the what this seems like we're west of the west. Right. Well, I Pete, the I west can, to me the west seems to end in like Nevada. Well, I can just no, I can yeah, just tell, I was just there. I was just in the town of Hangtown, Placerville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The west does go into the into the foothills. I, I I would say Placerville, California, is 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 maybe one of that that might be the ending of the west. Then you reach Sacramento. But Sacramento kind of feels like the west too. Like they got yeah, that old, old town, town the, yeah, old town yeah. Sacramento. You want all right, you don't get an argument from me on that. And then you have the Sacramento Delta which yeah. that kind of doesn't feel so much that's like That's just the different. West. That's a different that's its own kind of thing. That's its own kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I don't, that's I don't like, feel the, like the, the coast. Sa- it's like the south. <laughs> yeah. Except, except there's a, a a history, this illustrious history with the Chinese there too. Yeah. It's, it, that <laughs> is one of the most history. interesting yeah. places you can go in America. Yeah. Yeah. Is the Midwest synonymous with flyover states? Yes. Well, if you well, the flyover states includes the West too. Eh, everybody so. gets mad at that. Depending on where I know, you get everyone's mad, mad at this. Right I know. Now. Yeah. Mad How dare right you? Now, Tom, yeah. you're a flyover. You're in a flyover state. Can I, no, uh, can excuse I, me, it's well, a hub. No. <laughs> but but you, you have to fly like because I always assume that everything flyover was everything between California and New York. It kind of is. Well, that's the honest, whole point. Kind of that's why yeah. people get yeah. mad. You know, they say, right. "Yeah, yeah." Now, now I'll yeah. be. The, I lived 33 years in a flyover state, so I mean, I've earned. Yeah. 
Um, and look at you. Yeah, You've earned the right to industry. use slurs like that. Yeah, I'm allowed to be pejorative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing but snobby. The, 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 the term is, like, if you use the term, you're being snobbish. So if somebody takes offense at it, they're, 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 they're almost winning. Like, you know, sure. somebody from, you know, Podunk, Montana <laughs> is going to be offended and they're going to be right. <laughs> we also listen. I mean, I mean, it, yeah. what a lovely. I mean, if you're flying over Colorado, I feel like, well, that's a beautiful view. I mean, you're you're making a right. flyover. I mean, flying over Nevada is lovely. Or, or see, if they, if they had called it soar over country, it would have had a whole different <laughs> connotation. <laughs> Lofting over, like they could have used a different <laughs> word, and it would have made everybody happy. Yeah, there was a guy. I just saw this in the news. It was like a dumb thing. I think he lived in maybe St. Louis. And he was like close to the airport and it sucked. He just hated living next to the airport and like the, the, like the noise and everything. And on his roof, he wrote, welcome to Cleveland. <laughs> just to mess with people. <laughs> just to freak people That's out as they were coming in for a landing. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. really <laughs> good. See, the people of the flyover states are fantastic. They're clever and you want to know them. Um, all right, we're getting nowhere. Let's end this one. Yeah. And go to the, and we'll be back tomorrow uh for our next minute but listen you should uh check out this podcast as you already are but do it at uh, apple Podcasts and spotify and google play and check out our site silveradominute.com check out the midnight star the silverado minute listeners saloon over on facebook and check us out on twitter at silverado mxm and please join us here tomorrow for our final episode of the silverado minute Yeehaw! <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Bury me with my money. Mm-hmm.